Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third installment of the Metric Minute, brought to you by Vault Performance. I'm Kareem Durkawi, and this episode covers eccentric duration, a metric that analyzes counter-movement jump strategy and helps measure fatigue. Simply stated, eccentric duration is the time an athlete requires to descend from an upright standstill to the lowest point of the squat before jumping up. This metric is valuable for many reasons. Since relatively considerable force is required to decelerate body mass speeding downward, some heavier athletes descend slower to extend the eccentric time and minimize the braking power required. This strategy is also a hallmark of athletes with injuries or others with low eccentric strength or rate of force development capacity. Another use for eccentric duration is in fatigue monitoring. As mentioned, significant braking power is required if an athlete drops quickly for a jump. A longer eccentric phase will reduce required braking power and give the athlete time to muscle through the movement rather than explode upward. The take home message is that eccentric duration informs us about movement strategy and compensations that occur when an athlete's fatigued or injured. Forced X can determine duration, velocity, as well as braking power during the eccentric phase, in addition to squat depth and many other key metrics. We will discuss all of those in future episodes, but for more information, feel free to reach out to us at Vault Performance. Thank you very much. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming, there's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S, to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. You know, and over the next couple of weeks, I, I want to take some time and, and share some really, you know, key takeaways that I've had through this pandemic to this point. And, you know, some things that have really made me think, really made me take a step back and evaluate uh, what's going on, how things are doing, what we're doing, and how we've been improving or where we need to be better. And the first thing that I want to talk about is one that I think that a lot of people have experienced and, and have gone through and can relate to. You know, it, it, it started, this whole pandemic thing started, and, and we were all over the place when it came to continuing education. We were doing such a great job when it came to sharing information, putting together events and talking and sharing and being open and candid about everything. There were some consistent 
things that were spoken about. The first of which was kind of the predetermined fear that based on this long layoff that we knew we were about to have, that the young people that we get the opportunity to work with may come back detrained. That because they have limitations to what they would have access to, let alone they weren't under supervision at all times, that there would be limitations to what they did slash would do slash could do, and therefore put them in a detrained state when they returned to their team. Um, so figuring out a way to best return them to sport because worry number two was that there are very many, very many people in what, you know, our little corner of the world of sport were very concerned with how sport coaches may handle this and how they may not be quite as open to taking baby steps, to being more uh, in a progressive manner, meaning actually progressing everything based on percentages and loads and this and that. And there were comments made about, well, this is how you should have done things all the time and yada, yada, yada. And we could talk about that another day. But those two things were what were talked about the most for a very long time. And those were definitely things that drove conversation here. And I think that what that did for a lot of us was that gave us a purpose, right? We, we had to reevaluate everything we had done. We had to reevaluate our evaluations, what we were doing to look at whether these young people were prepared or not. We had to look at our programming. We needed to take a step back and actually figure out what's most important. What do we need to do to make sure that they're ready, not just for training with us, but to be able to move into practice and then build into, you know, how we would build them into smaller groups, larger groups, eight hours, 20 hours, all of those things that have been discussed ad nauseum. And in doing so and having these situations arise, I really do think provided a lot of us with a new purpose. At least it did for me sitting down and trying to break down these programs and trying to reevaluate everything and looking at practice and individuals and how we can progress and make sure that these young men were in their best place to be ready and that the young women that were coming at the same time as them on campus could be best ready for what the coaches needed them to be ready for really was a driving factor and it wasn't just for me it was for our whole staff it started with meetings with me and my sports med guy and one of our assistants and that ended out leading to us sitting down and, and dissecting the presentations from free VASPs and how that could fit and what these percentages people were talking about could mean to us and how we could build a better, more efficient physical preparation program to allow the athletes to best be ready for the sport coaches. And it was completely different than anything we've done. And it was continually fueled by what we're now calling our fellowship, where there are multiple people within the performance staff who are training together every day. And we are talking about the pros and the cons of what's going on. What did we do well? What did we need to do better? How could we improve it? What is going on now with other teams? How can we fix this? Are there things that even need to be fixed? All of this and even more. And these are conversations that happen daily. All of this because 
we were given a specific purpose. We were given a specific project. And to be honest, I've never been prouder of the work that the group of people that I get to call my colleagues were able to do and put together. It was awesome. And we ran through it with two of our teams this summer. And there were some hiccups, there were some headaches, there were some questions, but as we continued to progress and everyone seemed to see where we were going, the questions started to go away. As people could see how the progression was moving and how things were starting to work in unison, the questions went away. And these two teams progressed through the entire program and they did great. I would say it was really successful. I would say it was probably as successful as, as I could have asked, if I'm going to be completely honest. And we thought we had a really great plan and how we could figure out to utilize it with everyone else. Because obviously when it's only two teams on campus and you've got multiple people that can handle it, it's different than when you have 14 teams on campus with people restrictions and all the things that have come with the situation that we're living in right now all of the things that we're all dealing with. But purpose can also tear you down because when you have the purpose and you find that there has been some really positive things that have come from what you have done and the work you have put together and all of the things that you have been driving and building and working for, to then have that program or that work, or that project, or whatever it may be, be almost dismantled and watch people basically just fight it and kind of poo-poo it without even really giving it a chance, or at best, kind of fake giving it a chance by sitting there in meetings and saying, well, yeah, I mean, we trust you, yeah, we want you to do this, yeah, this sounds important, but then moving too fast or skipping days or misinterpreting what actually needs to be done in order for the progression to not just move forward, but be successful. And then continually fighting it and tearing it apart. And then it being not successful because it wasn't the program that was built. So I bring all that together because I think that what is important in all of that is to realize that the first half was the most important. That we really did figure out something. And we are seeing now through the mistakes and the issues that are arising by people who are not following what the goal was and what the program was and what the purpose had built, that there are a lot of negatives that come of that. Now, the first group could have got lucky, sure. And it could be the outlier that the first groups were, but the first groups were the ones that stuck with it. So the power of purpose is twofold. The power of purpose is to find that inner monologue and that drive to keep you pushing. And the power of purpose is also to keep you looking back and making sure that you remember what drove you. 
because we can all be better every day. We just have to remember that there are things that have pushed us to be better and that'll continue to push us to be better. And I think that that's why our fellowship now or our training time or whatever people outside of us want to call it is so important. And that is because that allows us time to continue to work on this purpose and to continue to find better ways. So I guess I challenge all of you to that. Over the past five to six months, however long this, God, it just still feels like spring has been. What purpose have you found? Have you dug enough and looked enough and prodded enough to find something that drives you, that is actually a project or something specific that becomes your purpose? And don't tell me it's relationships with athletes and just trying to get people better because that's as cliche and as much of a cop out of an answer as there ever was. What specific thing is driving you to be better? What specific project or movement or whatever it may be anywhere in your life is making you try to evolve and find better answers that's making you ask better questions and making you be a better person, coach, whatever it may be? That project, those questions, this situation made our staff better made our entire performance team a team. It brought sports med and strength and conditioning together like it's never been. So now the fight is to keep the purpose. So that's what I'm trying to do. And figure out a way that we're gonna have to do this again in the spring, which I think a lot of us need to talk about. That'll be another rant for another day, though. So take a step back. Look at where you've been going. Look at what you're doing. Are you spinning your tires? Or have you found a purpose? As always, truly appreciate everything y'all do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I will see you then.